You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs> My goodness, my goodness. It is November 12th, 2020. Episode 123. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good, you guys, that we've been here this long. How the hell are you? Fantastic. Looking forward to Thanksgiving. Just finished Veterans Mm -hmm. Day. Yep. Right on, man. I didn't, you know, I didn't talk to a single veteran on Veterans Day. I should have, I should have called some veterans. I don't know any. I actually talked to two at work, and I went up and congratulated them. And a matter of fact, this is really cool. At work, some of the uh, young people that I work with found out that this one that was working there, the other one was a security guard at the building, um, found out that this young man had served, right? So they went out and got him a cake and said, Happy Veterans Day, thank you, right, on their own. And presented it to him yesterday afternoon, and they all sat around and then, and I thought at the, that at the office while you were all working and not taking it, Veterans Day off. Well, yeah, that's what kind of okay. felt bad for the guy with the Veterans Day. <laughs> Thank um, you for your service. Could you move this stuff over to the other side? Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So, um, I think it's pretty cool that they that a lot of people. Um, I felt like for some reason this year there was a little bit more. Of an uh, of of an awareness of Veterans Day, and oh, I don't really? know why. I don't know why. I, you know mm. what? I think it's because we've all been watching the election results for the past week, wondering oh. what the hell is going on with America, and so people are like, perhaps you know, they got got America on their minds, and you get a little Veterans yeah. Day and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, perhaps, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't remember it was Veterans Day until the people at my work are like, "Are we off on Friday?" And everybody's like, "I don't know." And you know, my company's really small. Or, you know like half a dozen people in America. And we're like, it says on the little Google calendar that we're off. Well, why'd that guy type it there? I, you know, I don't know. Let's let's kind of take the day off. So we all kind of half-assed worked on Friday, which was great. That's, that's how, that, I think that's the best way to celebrate America is to kind of do it half-assedly. So why? <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we do in we America. Do, we don't really make a total commitment to anything other than being fucking pissed off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are, we are so unhappy about things, but not quite unhappy enough to change anything. You know, I'm I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really going to register to vote. Yeah. I'm not really going to boycott this. You know, uh, rainbow cake baker, whatever, whatever the hell. I'm not. I'm not going to respect the water restrictions on watering. Things like that. Yeah, and well, that's the thing. You know, not and, team players. Not team players. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Those of us that are respecting things like watering restrictions, we're just standing there with a cup of coffee in our hand, staring across the street at that neighboring, and you son of a bitch, you're just watering. You're I get watering really your... angry about it. Uh, and when I, when I go for my walk and I see mm-hmm. people's sprinklers on and it's they're not supposed to, I get real pissed off. Yeah, but then it's like the people across the street from me did that, and the, like during the early summer or you know some some point where it's like we don't have any water left and they're watering twice a day every day and wow the city is like we're gonna find these people and so i called the city like what happened yeah and they they say well the city has a website you can fill out and it's like what's the address and so i'm just a total dick here's the address they water every morning at 9.30 and then again at 2.15 or 2.51 or whatever it was. And I'm like, come come get these guys because it was an empty house. They were trying to rent it and they were just making the grass lush and beautiful for the renters. And nothing happened. Then I called and I said, you know, who's in charge of this? You know, hey, city, come out and, and you know, t- shut their water off. Nobody lives there. And you just get the kind of city bureaucrat that's like, yes, thank you for your thing. I'm pretending to write it down, and I don't really shit. Yeah, so nothing happened. And I think recently they were sending out, like, you know, I'm going to fine you $100 if you do it, or your second offense is $400 or whatever. You know, people are like, well, you know, $400 to keep my grass alive versus $3,000 to replace it with AstroTurf. I'll, I'll take that risk. Wow. And I called the uh, I called the city mm-hmm. on the people. My next door neighbor lady died, and her family's buying the house. And like, there's somebody working over there all day, every day, like one one guy. 
And, As in working on the house? Yeah. So like oh. you know, rich, ripping out kitchen cabinets, putting in drywall, that kind of stuff. But they put a, you know, they put a sliding glass door on the back. And when you do that kind of stuff, you're supposed to get a permit. So I called the permit office who I have spoken with a lot over the years doing my permitted work. And I'm like, uh, these folks got a permit. What's going on? You know, cause I, when I talk to the guys, they say they drive around town looking for work vans and dumpsters and they've had all that stuff. They haven't hidden anything. And the guy was, um, He's like, all right, what's the address? Yeah, let me look it up. Hang on a second. Flip, flip, flip. And then the phone went dead. <laughs> and I'm what like, well, no, I mean, either the phone went dead or he just hung up on me because he didn't want to deal with that bullshit. <laughs> That's, but isn't that his job? Yes. Well, again, half-assed. That's mm-hmm. too hard. I don't want to do that. I got to mm-hmm. call some, you know, or maybe it's his turn to go out in the car and tell these people to shut him down and he doesn't want to do that, you know? Oh, they love doing that. They love telling people to shut down. The house across the street that was doing the watering, they got a permit to build a, an ADU in the back, and they didn't get a permit to totally redo the house in the front. Like, they added a bathroom and redid everything. And so the the guy that was doing our, you know, kind of, uh, we were remodeling the bathroom or something. A guy went over there and put a red tag on their window and was like, shutting you down. You didn't think that we would notice you got a permit for an ADU, but you're really doing the house too. And so he, they, construction stopped for like a month and they had to, you know, get things approved and they had wow. finished everything and it was, you could see really? online what they'd done. So it's all resolved now. And the, the people that are renting across the street, they're all lovely people in the front of the house and oh, the people good. renting in the back of the house. I, I like all of them. And I don't, oh, that's great. something changed in me that I don't really mind that, you know, you're parking in front of my house, you son of a bitch. Right. What you know? changed? I don't know. I, I think it's because the people are decent and I understand, well, you need a place to park and I, I like you so you can park here. Well, my other neighbors. There. Yeah. My other neighbors. Well, it's my house, right? So it's my house. It, isn't it my sidewalk? No, I've got. That's a, not, that's not your parking spot in front of your house. Mm-hmm. I know. But if I, let's say I lived next door to or across the street from some guy that i don't know maybe had a 68 olds and a 74 f250 and you know maybe a 54 chevy and they're just rolling up and down the street changing this place changing there we're gonna get we're gonna sweep today or whatever i would i would have those thoughts that like a real you, asshole to me that you have about the sprinklers i'm like that guy he has a driveway he's just not using it you know, look at look at both of my cars in my driveway. I never park on the street because you're supposed to park in a driveway. What what is this? We live in a car lot. Let's get those let's get those vehicles on your property. I've got people that have five or six cars for their house and one is in the driveway. And it's all I can do to restrain myself to say, you know, that driveway will hold four of those five cars. Just do some better planning. Or or, right, you get one spot in front of your house. That's it. You can put anything you want there, right? Mm. Or I just get, or I just get the damn can of red paint and say, "Look, we, this is a red curb now. Nobody oh. parks here. You've lost your privilege." <laughs> <laughs> I could fake that. Mm-hmm. You old fuckers with nothing better to do. I tell you, we, that's when you. The older you get, the more. The, quality complaining you can do. I really yeah, more, I can think right. about things to make me upset. I complain. Yes, that's well put. That's the way I feel. I, 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 I'll obsess on some goddamn thing that your neighbor's doing. Because in the big picture, I have great neighbors. They're all mm-hmm. just fine. And, you know, you well, the house one with caught the on Trump fire, guy. they'd let you spend the night there. I'm sure that kind of stuff, you know. But, um, mm. damn it, get your cars in your driveway, son. See, I don't, I don't mind, like you said, the renters, if that's what they do and the stuff. But, I, you know, I have the same situation. I have two houses across the street. There are t- one driver and they have five cars. Mm-hmm. One driver, another has two drivers and he has six cars. Mm-hmm. All right. So what is that about? Okay. If you want to collect cars, that's great. Then you know what? Go rent a garage, right? BJ Leno and go get a place and park them. But mm-hmm. you, you know, park him on the street. So the people that like, 
whether it's your renters or people like us who have people that come and go every day. And by the way, who use the driveway, I have four cars, three drivers. One of them is in the driveway all the time now, right? Because I don't you're want gonna to or you're going to sell one. Because, and I'm going to sell one. Yeah. So I'm going back to three drivers, three cars, mm -hmm. right? That mm -hmm. we need. So that's what bothers me is like, why do you, you know, why do you need to have all these vehicles? And if it's again, a hobby, I understand, but you know, why should I have to pay or suffer for your hobby or my other neighbor, right? Then they're old. I'm sorry this, but they're hoarders, right? You know, speaking of hoarding, right? Um, <laughs> Danny's pointing to where he's sitting, which is totally surrounded by potential by, yard sale items. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I make a couple hundred bucks, you you won't be laughing so much. You right? won't be laughing at all of this effort. I'm going to net $27 and you'll be sorry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. See if I buy you a drink. Um, um, anyway, uh, I just, that's what I don't understand is like, you know, it's not, it, it's not the fifties, you know, you, you know, everybody feels like they got to collect everything and, and we have to just deal with it. I mean, there's no utility to some of this. Yeah. Hence me getting rid of all this. Shit. Well, you know, when I, when I'm, when I look at the, the house across the street from you, the guy that's got the, what is it? Like a red Porsche 944 from 1984. He's got six of them. He's yeah. got six of them. There's two in the garage, four in the driveway, one that's not even registered, right, mm -hmm. with a car cover. It's been sitting out there for three or four years now, easily. Yeah. And, and I look at those, and I think, that poor son of a bitch, he has a thought that something's going to happen with those cars. Like, he's going to get them running again, or yeah. they'll be valuable, or he can take all six of them and make one good car out of it or something. And I know that's never going to happen. Yeah. Nope. It's just... It's just crushed dreams. And I, is he married, this guy? He's married, but here's the other thing. He's married, but I never see him go to work. And he never has. And this isn't, I don't think he works from home because he's been there for a number of years. He never goes to work. I don't know if he's a trust fund baby. His wife goes to work, right? And she drives every day, right? Mm. Mm. All he does is, you know, all he does is work on his cars or he yeah. has a motorcycle. He has two motorcycles, or he did have two. I think he's only got one now. He drives that around. Right. And then he also mm -hmm. has like remote controlled cars that he plays with all the time. Hmm. Like my little son, ones, little ones. Like my son oh. would see him going, yeah, you know, I can't remember his name. Um, anyway, let's say, I don't know, Jerry, like Jerry, you know, um, my son would say, Jerry was out all day, just running up and down the, you know, with the remote controlled cars up and down the street all day. And I'm like, I want that. I mean, he's not, and he's gotta be probably 35, maybe, you hmm. know? Like, how does he make a living? Right? Why is investing? Maybe. Maybe he's not I selling cars. I, th I think it's drugs. I think right. he's he's not really working on the cars. He's just packing the upholstery full of fentanyl. Well, if he's doing it out in Oakland, because I can see into the garage and I don't see any fentanyl, right? I well, do you, are you you know? Do you know what fentanyl looks like? I mean, come on. Well, I do. Let, could, me, go in the, have well, let me go in the cupboard here and look and see what it looks like and see if it matches up. I don't know. <laughs> Rainbow-colored Skittles. That's what it looks like. Exactly. Skittles. I wonder if you can aerosolize fentanyl and just I just pipe it into my house and just be really happy all the fucking time. I'm sure you could. A low dose, I mean. Not, yeah, yeah. You just micro, micro dose. Just drugs of the day. Well, today's LSD yeah. in the in the AC unit. Tomorrow is going to be, uh, <laughs> you know, a yeah. barbiturate. Yeah, there's like little, yeah. there's little canisters, and you got up front, and you go, "Hmm, which one am I going to put?" You know, you know. It's like, oh yeah, like it's a, like, like going a yogurt scent, land, like a Scentsy <laughs> or something. You you just plug it into your Glade air freshener, and it's just yeah, man, boiling cannabis oil or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I think we've just come across another great idea. When all drugs are legalized everywhere, you're, the having drugs is won't be fancy, right? You and the Kardashians or whatever you're all you know snorting fentanyl, yeah, weed, mm -hmm. snuff or whatever. But if you know you have the Glade Scentsy yeah. vape insert, where it's just this cloud of smoke, and you just walk into somebody's house and it's a damn opium den, and it's That'd called be... it's called Home High, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's then, high. Kids, grandparents, whoever dogs, lives there. Yeah, the, the mailman. Dogs. Yeah. And then if you have a party, you put different ones in different rooms and you decide which room you want to go to. Oh, yeah. You Like, I'm I'm feeling a little drowsy in the weed room. <laughs> oh, we are having a great time in the cocaine room. Oh, come, come on over to the fentanyl room. Everybody's lying on the floor, barely breathing. And politicize it. In one room, put 
put Republican juice in, and then another room put Democrat juice in, communist juice in another room. What's and then just have Republican a big juice? Fight party. Is that like a Adderall with Trump's favorite drug? <laughs> Adderall mixed with uh, what was the epinet? What's fried the, chicken? Fried no, chicken. what was the what was the one that he was he was promoting for? Oh, the the malaria drug. Oh yeah. Um. um Cycl. Um. The, yeah, what is the worm? The worm horse worm medicine. Ivermectin. Ivermectin. That's it. No, but I was thinking before that there was something. Oh, the Chlor malaria hydro drug, yeah. hydrochloroquine. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, but you know, but Trump. I mean, you know, here's a newsflash. So Trump is like, uh, not not Sudafed or something like. There's some kind of ingredient like epinephrine or ephedrine or something, whatever. And he would just, he would just like popping those pills. There's like photos of his open desk drawer, and there's like a thing of you know Sudafed PE or whatever in there because he's just like always on that. And, giant pupils what, whatever wonder what that's it, wonder what that's going on wonder what that's about yeah yeah i don't know i take an antihistamine every day do you really and what i don't for? even know if it works anymore for my rash my itch oh yeah oh yeah uh, and i made sure i asked the doctors is this dangerous at like long term using this they said no so right. oh, well. no I, I know a lot of people that that do that just for general yeah. allergic stuff does it work i mean we didn't know. I, I feel, sometimes I feel like, yeah, it does. And sometimes I feel like, well, no. So I don't know. Hmm. I'll do anything at this point. We, um, need to, we just need to cream you up. That's what we need to wait, do. Wait, how long, how long are you? You're, you're, you're That's going just to... you and me, Danny. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wait, wait, you're going to New York. How long will you be out of town for? Four days. Okay. You should see, like, at the end of that four days, how you feel, right? Mm. Like, what if it's, oh. your, what if it's your dog's? you're allergic to and then you're mm. you're in your fancy hotel room mm. wearing their robe just kind of parading around naked as the roast beef sandwiches are delivered and all that kind of stuff and you're like you know what i'm kind of itch free mm -hmm. that's, maybe that's, it's the maybe it's these 1200 count thread sheets you know <laughs> that's right they, 1200 thread count they have gently sanded all the pustules off my ass <laughs> mm, they, everything's better <laughs> No, I bet you, you know what, if you were going to be gone for longer, I bet you would notice because the, yeah, because of the, maybe it's, maybe it's just super it might dry. Be something, it might be something different. Yeah. Yeah. My I'm daughter's sure it, had better skin issues since she's been in New York. She yeah. never had bad skin issues. She's got beautiful skin, doesn't she? No, no, no. She has bouts of eczema and. Oh, this is sort of what they think I'm going through. Yeah. yeah. And mm. she's not had it as bad when she's been in the city because of the humidity levels and because, you know, and also yeah. it's, it's, it's just different, you know, the atmosphere and the weather and everything makes it different. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yes, I mean, yesterday it was f bad air quality here in town. I read. Really? Yeah. It was like, you know, air quality. Was Why? Whatever people, I, I don't know. It was like, I have it was a, clear as a bell. Yeah. But, uh, That's I think weird. it was, it was 40, 44% humidity. It's been, it's Good been, God! Yeah, it's been kind of you know rainy-ish for us. Yeah, but I mean that's that's not the lowest it gets. No, I know. Yeah, you know, I mean, no, but for even if that being as high as it is, right? That that takes a toll on your body, especially if you know if you've lived in an area where there's so much humidity and so much yeah. moisture. Well, I mean that's stuff. the thing. Like if you go to you go to New York City, you get a little more uh, get a little more moisture. I remember when I used to have glamorous hair, and I would go to the uh, I'd go to the beach in the summer with my family and it would just like each individual strand would just plump up dunk, and I just like it was just just imagine like uh, John Cougar Mellencamp with uh, it was know. like great hair oh it was mag it was magnificent now oh, there's yeah. none of it but uh, yeah, yeah. you go to the beach and it's like you couldn't even you couldn't even comb it didn't it just didn't matter it wasn't curly or anything it was just healthy healthy yeah wow you I think that's send I think me that's a picture what, of that I will. I got yeah. I'll send you pictures. That's like that. album cover hair, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah. that was, you know, that was that just looks so dang good, right? I that's yeah. why you bought the albums. Like, oh my god, they're so cool. Like, yeah. only like yeah. two songs that are any good on it, but you know, their hair looked great. But look at that band. Yeah, I never yeah. had that. Never had. Even when I had hair, I never had great hair. It always was not, you know, no really? body, nothing, you know. So. You know, which is, you know, that's great. I settled for height and chubbiness. Um, <laughs> I'm a hair guy. I've been obsessed with my hair since I was like 12. 
Still. Well, you're pulling off some great hair now. You're pulling you're pulling some album cover hair now, kind of like uh, maybe Bob Seger from Night Moves, you know, or Silver Bullet Band Live. You know, oh, you got yeah. that going on, right? Um, God, you know, Bob Seger, one of the greatest songwriters, yeah. singers. Of, I mean, and he's I, done. I, he's I retired. He said, "I said he did his that last tour. voice, that yeah. voice." Yeah, man. He, uh, yeah, and he's just the it. songs too. What was my favorite of his song? Was that still the same? I just love that song. Yeah, and that I like I like Hollywood Nights, man. Yeah, yeah. That's great. He doesn't have any stinkers. He had an album you cannot. You, you, uh, and I, well, I bought the CD once somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's called. Yeah. And but he, it's not on uh, Spotify, not on, and it, it's called Smoking Ops, mm-hmm. which stands for uh, Smoking Other People's Songs. Yeah, and he covers all these songs like Love the One You're With and Bo mm-hmm. Diddley and Fuck. It's and you so buy- good. I think that, John. I think I gave you one of them. Yeah. No. I have. I have it on um, Apple. Apple hmm. has it, so you can. Oh, you do can, they? Yeah. So I bought that. I bought that um, CD way way back when it was. It's only got like six songs on it or something. But um, yeah, yeah, I've got that. Wow. Never even Just heard of this. Rocks you. Rocks the piss out of it though. It's yeah. Really good. No, it was it. Yeah. And man, he is. Uh, I never did you, see you, him. There's a there's some video I watched the other day of. Before it was Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, it was, you know, like Bob and the Playboys or, you know, whatever. And he was, you know, didn't have a beard, didn't have long hair, and he's just, you know, kind of rocking in this band. And, uh, man, like, it's great. I don't, I don't like know. Early, early to, 60s kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but wow. he's, but he's, you know, he's doing whatever he's doing to become Bob Seger at that point. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's just like, that's great shit. I wish I had seen him live. Yeah, back in me the too. Day. He's one that of the, would have been one of the big regrets. I would have loved to have seen it. I'm sure he put on a. <laughs> He's one of the big regrets. <laughs> well, shit. I don't like to hear that. Well, I'm talking about bands, John. I'm not talking about you know life. Oh, not life oh. regrets. Okay. No, yeah, no, just, no. Just He's one of regret. God's biggest regrets. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big regret. No, stay with me, folks. Come All on. Right, sorry, sorry. Come on, come on. Hey, John, I meant to ask you, I was thinking, we was talking about you last night, uh, me and the missus. Um, mm-hmm. Affirmations, right? Yeah. I'm You're an, the big I'm an affirmation. In that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I was just wondering how that's going. Are you, are you, um, have you amended them? Do they change? You know, we were, we were, we were talking to. They, they do, they do change over time, but I think that a well-written affirmation helps you all the time. So like a. A good affirmation is I'm making an abundant income doing work that I love, right? You know, so you you can kind of keep that one all the time. I don't think an affirmation should be, I hope that my deadbeat child becomes worthy one day, right? You you don't you don't want that that kind of language. Well, there's nothing you can do on that either way. There's nothing you can well, do you, about you that. You could say, I I have a child that is healthy and happy, right? So I mean, that implies that you know you're you're concerned about your child and that kind of thing. But well, then the idea the idea of the affirmation, just for for our listeners, right? I did I did some affirmations and well, I mean, let me go, let me go back a second. We were in a parking lot somewhere, and these people came up to us and handed us a little yellow sheet of paper that I still have, just like a you know little little flyer almost, and it was affirmations, and they were. They were things like uh, it was about it was all about money, and it was you know I'm I'm making a lot of money, and the and the idea was that if these affirmations didn't really apply to you, you would call this number and sign up for these you know financial planners or or cult members or whoever they were, whatever. But so we took that for some reason we kept that little piece of paper and we changed the affirmations to things that were you know more positive. Like, you know, rather than I am making more money than I know what to do with, we changed it to something like, you know, I'm making an abundant income doing things that I love. And the more we investigated affirmations and, and kind of did them and changed them, there's, there is something to them. It's not just, you know, kind of hoo-ha spiritual weirdness. You are you're repeating these affirmations a couple times a day and kind of just changing your you're thinking about it. So you're not, you're not willing it into existence or anything like that, but you're just saying, you know, I am, I am happy and healthy. 
And the more you say that to yourself, you kind of, you get the idea that you are. And what's important is other people pick up on that. So you're, you're not just going around grouchy in a funk, you know, whatever you're, you're just a little peppier and people respond to that. And that's, those are the kind of things that get you a job interview or, you know, somebody remembering you and recommending you to somebody else or whatever. So you just, you kind of think about these things and you, you know, whatever you could make affirmations that are, you know, I know where my next meal is coming from, or I, have an abundant supply of fresh water to drink, you know, the, you know, those kind of things. But, you know, it's, it's probably I think what, you know, but my, que- my question was, is that we, and we talked this, I think once before in a podcast about this, but I guess what my question is, do you have to, do they change or do you change them or do you get to the point where they get stale? Right. Because, you know, if you say something, you know, like you're saying, I have an abundant income, enough income to do yeah, an abundant income doing uh, work that I that love. I love. Okay, yeah, or whatever. Right. So that's you know, and at our age, that's probably not going to yeah. change. But it might. I mean, obviously, it did for yeah. you, John. Well, yeah. No, they. I mean, they definitely, they definitely change. I don't know that that one, you know, necessarily becomes obsolete. You might say something like, I, I have an abundant income. Or I have, you know, money. You know, I have money to last me throughout retirement, and I am enjoying opportunities that are presented to me. Right? Okay, but see, then, okay, so that you've achieved that, right? So that's that's thought in the checklist. So you know, you're probably not going to affirm that every day because you've already achieved that, and it's not something unless you blow your money or you lose it in the market mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my question is, is that does it ever get to the point where you're you're like I'm kind of. What's the point? I'm out. I'm out of affirmations here. Why well, I need to I, change? Know, I don't. I don't know that you're ever out of affirmations because they they would just kind of change their focus. So let's say you and your wife retire, and right. you're on a fixed income until you die, right? You might have some some different concerns, like you know, do I have enough money to last me through my retirement? Am I gonna have you know, are my investments going to work for me? Is my pension going to, you know, remain solvent? Am I going to, am I going to get social security or will, you know, 200 year old Mitch McConnell take it away? You know, those kind of things. And so you, you'd have some affirmations like that. My, all of my income sources are providing me with the opportunity to enjoy each day to its fullest. Right. Okay. So now, So now you've got that done, right? And you're, you're pretty confident about that. Mm-hmm. Do you get down if you goes, well, now what am I going to, what affirmation do I need now? What, what, what joy am I looking for? Because I got plenty of money to last me. You know, obviously the next question is health, but again, do you affirm? I am healthy enough to carry my grandchildren up the stairs. Once. <laughs> <laughs> Once per hernia surgery, right. <laughs> my fat ass grandchildren, <laughs> and no, I can you, always when you, roll them. I can always roll them down the stairs when I'm done with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you when you finally get to the top of the stairs and you're huffing and puffing, you're like, take take them, take them quick, take them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just didn't think I've been thinking about that lately. You know, well, I, th- I think you know if, why you, I've been th- if you ran out of affirmation things, then is life worth living? I mean, you should, you should. Well, that's kind of guess the question, isn't well, it? Shit. It is worth living. Yes. Yes. You, you're it's, you know, you go from, oh, I'm slaving away for the man to, hey, I'm free. And then, oh, you know what? I'm my, my son and I have started a business doing X, Y, Z, and this is exciting. And he's yeah. working really hard and I'm giving him advice and he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Let me ask you guys something along these lines, because we're, you're not in your 60s, are you, John? I am not. Okay. What, do I look old? Shit. But you, but you are old like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. But do you guys, and I mean this, I'm serious, do you guys have a, not have a, a sense of winding down, if you know what I mean? Like, like you had mentioned, what made me think of this, you had mentioned, you know, and the next day go on to new exciting things. I I just don't feel like moving on to new and exciting things. I don't. That's not. I can't. If something was handed to me, yeah, but I don't have any. I mean, are you just going to be winding down? I'm just like I'm not a soldier anymore. Yeah, you know but what I, mean, I mean, yeah. Who's but telling are you... you to wind down? Yeah, but are you? Nobody. Are you... I feel it. You're shopping for head. 
you shopping for a recliner and a and a remote control with the really big buttons on it? I mean, is which what's I next for both, you? I ordered both those items yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's something to be excited Look at about. This, this recliner get... helps me stand. It's e called the fat ass lazy boy. I... <laughs> well, I no, do you guys not have that? Do you have a? Mm -mm. I don't. No. no. I mean, I I see that. I'm running away from death. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, run, you, know? Run, run. you know what? I'm I'm running towards death. Right? It's going to happen. It's just you know, what's That's what true. happens between now and then. But for me, you know, being a you know an office worker for the past 500 years, I feel like that time is over. Right? If I worked at Twitter and Elon Musk said everybody must report back to the office, I'd be like, hey, fuck off. You know, mm, and then I just okay. wouldn't. I wouldn't. Re I wouldn't resign or anything like that. I just wouldn't go back. And then when they complained more and more, I would be like, "I'm. I'm just not going back." All right, you're gonna. You're gonna resign. Yeah. No, you're gonna fire me, and then I'm gonna take you to court for whatever. You know, any of that kind of stuff. But my time working in an office for the man sitting in a chair for you know nine hours to prove my loyalty or whatever that time's over. I'm ready for, you know. Like the the kind of stuff I'm doing now, I'm doing I'm doing really interesting work, and I like the people that I work with, and I don't have to go to the office, and it's and that's all good. The next stage is, you know, maybe I have projects or things that I'm interested in, you know, that yeah, maybe they make maybe they it's like a hobby that makes a little money or whatever. I'm not smart enough to start a company or run anything or be a no, but you CEO. do artistic things. You write, you you know, you've written a couple of books, I think. Yeah, you don't make any money doing that, let me tell you. Well, it's not about making money. I'm actually though. not talking about making money. I'm I'm assuming we have enough money now right. until we die. Boy, that's presumptuous, isn't it? Jeez. Yeah, there you go. We spend wisely. It, but yeah, it could no, all but fall you, apart. You know? But you should but you should. Yeah, you shouldn't just say, All right, I'm gonna watch CNN until I kill myself because I can't take these politics anymore. You should be like, uh, you know what I want to do for fun. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I wanna make a movie. I wanna work on cars i want to you know go get a go get a job at a bar because like, i'm yeah. just bored watching cnn all day right you gotta, yeah. you gotta do something yeah i'm getting there yeah, yeah. i mean i i'm uh, i don't think the winding out i don't get the winding down part i think i think i'm winding to a different direction i think that's what it is there's no mm -hmm. down i don't want to because first of all i don't find any joy in it right whether, you know, and not everything I do, I get joy out of, you know, whether it's working around the house or the garden or the plants or this or that and all these things. But I'm but but I do dream a lot. And I was talking to my family about this and, you know, and I was saying, you know, I'm a huge dreamer. Right. I dream all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And 99 percent of the times nothing comes to fruition. And you guys know this. I've dreamed about a pool or this and that and all that stuff. But I think as long as you're dreaming and you're thinking about it. Then there's something going to, like you said, you're there. This is where the affirmations come in going, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to spend my time looking at real estate, you know, up on the central coast because one day I may be there and I'm getting X amount of joy, hours of joy looking at going, what if, and that mm -hmm. kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. I think you don't, I, I mean, we have to shift, right? Because you don't want to work in an office for the man. I don't want to do what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. And Kel, I don't know. Maybe. You know, you know, you, if you still get enjoyment out of doing what you do is great. But if there's also there's X amount of hours in the day where you've got to say, OK, well, let me dream a little bit here. Let's say what would I want to do? Right. Right. And it doesn't have to happen. Right. You know, you could say, you know what, I'm going to take my camera and I'm going to go to Montana or Wyoming and I'm going to shoot a bunch of pictures just for the shits and giggles of it. Right. And yeah. you just do, and nothing's going to come from it. It's not you're not going to do it on a book. You're not making a movie. You're not. It's just you know what I know what I you know I want to be out. And you know it may be a miserable experience or it may be, you know, unconsequential in any way. Oh, well, I did that. That was fun. I'm glad I did it. But it, nothing came from it. Oh well, but something did come from it because you didn't get into your winding down phase, right? That's not winding down, and that's what I kind right, of right. you know, yeah. and and trying to figure this out. You know, and and all of the stems guys, we you know, we're missing the elephant in the room about you know on this podcast about this is the first podcast after the midterm elections, right? And I was thinking about like I got a sense, and we were talking a little bit of this last night when we were out, you know, that 
it didn't go the way everybody said it was going to go, right? It wasn't, oh, wow, great, Democrats won, or well, well, Republicans lost, or blah, blah, blah. But I did get a sense, and I don't know about you, if you guys agree, that things did change. Things there, there was a little bit more optimism, right? I feel a tiny bit. I don't know why, and maybe it's just me, you know, yeah. projecting because of the, you know, because not every asshole won, whatever party you wanted, you know. Um, I don't know. I just felt like this. There was a little bit of change, right, and a little bit of hope, right, and. I don't know, maybe, and I, and that's what got me thinking about the affirmations and about, you know, the like, well, okay, I'm not going to be negative Danny all the time about my job or about my money or about this yeah. and that or about my kids or all that stuff. I don't know. And I was just like, well, maybe I got to go back to this affirmation thing or think about what John was talking about, you know, when we talked about it before or, mm -hmm. and it got brought up last night with my wife about it, about, you know, these affirmations. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I didn't, I was thinking about that, but I didn't, you know, label it as such. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that the affirmations put those kind of things in your mind. So, right. If you said, if you and your wife said, we want, we want something else, you know, in, in two years, we want to be retired and have some fun thing, you know, the affirmations would help, you know, I guess, keep that at the front of your mind. Right. You know, it was not going to make it happen, but you'd be like, yeah. you know, oh, I, I'm, I am looking for something new and exciting something new and exciting is going to come my way right maybe that's the affirmation and then when somebody says hey we're buying a farm in whatever and would you like to live there and take it over you'd be like well shit this is this is what we've been looking for yeah. i'm open to that you know or something else comes along and going well i you know i didn't think about that Mm -hmm. I, I, why, well, maybe open I, a distillery. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. What can go wrong there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, you know, I was thinking last night we were, we were talking about something. We were talking about, you know, the, my idea of, uh, Kelly on the red carpet trying to, you know, get attention and that kind of thing. But we, <laughs> oh, I remember, <laughs> no, but we, we mentioned something and I was like, oh, that would make a great short. Do you guys remember what that was? What was it? I don't. I don't remember. I was trying. I. I thought it had to do with somebody coming downstairs, and I can't remember if it was like you know a short of you being in New York and being in, coming down from a hotel room or what. But it was a uh, right. Or I if remember. it had something to do with Angela Lansbury, I can't remember. Mm. <laughs> but I was uh, Danny. I was talking to Kelly earlier about, and I, I won't mention anything specific, but how you guys have these Hollywood stories. Right. So we're, you know, we're sitting around having, you know, Mexican food last night and Kelly just casually throws out, oh, I was in a scene with, you know, in, on an episode of such and such with this famous actress and, you know, just throwing it out there. No big deal. And right. I was, and I was thinking about my friends and family that would be like, holy shit, you were on that show and you, no, got, they to, wouldn't. you got to meet so-and-so. And I'm not saying it because you look him up and then you would find all of his secrets. How many, you know, though, I guess there are thousands of people that have been on that show. That's one of the things we were talking about last night, but maybe not thousands, hundred, hundred people that were on that show. But those are the kind of things that like, it's no big deal to you guys, right? Kelly's making this face like, well, that's nothing. But then, you know, people that live in the middle of nowhere, you know, that you got to meet somebody famous once you were, you were working with them because you were acting and you were on TV and everybody saw you mm. and they just didn't, they just didn't know it. You know what, what it is, I think is that, uh, a lot of, well, a lot of people that I hang out with or, or, or know are people that are like me, they're in that business. Mm -hmm. And so if I say things like that, it just sounds like I'm name dropping. Whereas around, like you say, John, you or your family be different. It's, yeah, it no, absolutely. Like I mean, it's sure if you're if you're hanging out with somebody that's you know that everybody would know, and you're and you're talking mm -hmm. about celebrity, and you're talking about acting and roles and this and that. It it must be kind of like itchy, right? You know, oh, you're you're on. Um, that '70s show, yeah. Well, you know, I know so and so who was on Married with Children, and oh yeah, you know, and you're and it's just, it just gets kind of noisy. But if yeah. you're, but if you're from uh, Alabama, and you've just watched TV, and you're like, wow, you 
you one time met this actor or actress or whatever that tell me more i can't possibly get enough they're not mentioning this on entertainment weekly that i watch every night do you still think though that people care about that yes because i think you do oh shit yes because you know that's the thing like people that come to visit us and nobody ever comes to california from back home let me just say that anybody listening <laughs> to this come visit us and because you don't and you suck but the the where you know where they want to go they want to go to damn man's chinese theater they want to go to hollywood boulevard and look at those right. handprints from 1901 and <laughs> you know look here's myrna loy's handprints oh yeah you know i mean filled with dirt and urine yeah i mean who the hell's myrna loy oh yeah i think it was, wouldn't she a silent film I, you know, you know I but that is that is just celebrity could you see a kardashian if you went to santa monica or or Agoura Hills or wherever the hell they live, they would be so excited. My sister-in-law, yeah. my new sister-in-law, watches the Kardashian show. She loves it. She wow. totally gets that the wow. Kardashians are weirdos, but she she is finding charming things about Khloe Kardashian, whoever whoever that is. You know? <laughs> and I just thought wow. maybe we're jaded. love that. Maybe we're just, just jaded. I was trying to sit there thinking, remember, Kelly, do you remember the very first time or John, even you remember the very first time you met a celebrity, you know, like met, not saw, like you know, went to a play or saw him walking down. The oh street, yeah. When I moved. Yeah. When I'm, when, well, that's, I was, when you met a celebrity and oh, I, rem I, celebrity. I remember, I yeah. remember, oh, I remember. And I remember calling my mom, you know, when I could afford mm -hmm. to make the phone call mm -hmm. and, you know, and it was one of the persons that I met was, was, um, Judd Hirsch. He was one of the first persons I met at a, a restaurant, and I couldn't wait to tell my mom. I just couldn't wait, you know. And I'm I'm sure she probably went, "Who's Judd? Her Who's that?" You know, she didn't yeah. know who names are. You know, a lot of people didn't, but you know, this was obviously after Taxi, but you know, um, but I remember that feeling though, you know. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, oh yeah. I mean, it, no, it is. It is. It is absolutely still there. I mean, there's that's no, amazing. There's no question. I mean, I remember yeah. the first celebrity real celebrity that I met, Sonny Schroyer, Enos on the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I don't know if he's alive or not, but I will go on record saying he was a dick. I worked at this I worked at this post production place and we were we were That's working it. on hold on a second. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. We're talking celebrities and you're mentioning anus. I mean Enos. Not, not anus. Enos. <laughs> Enos. Okay, this is your celebrity. I mean I mean not the it's my first no, no, but his my point first is this celebrity. is the first one. Okay. Yeah. I'm and, sorry. I, and the Although, guy is on TV. I'm, sure, I, I get it. Yeah. 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 I'm, and I'm, I'm yeah. a little let down, but okay, that's me. Yeah. I mean, it was. Dick. It's no. It's no John Schneider or Catherine Bach or. <laughs> oh, now that's you know, a name. Those. Yeah. Shit. It's. Yeah. I mean, I probably had met. You know, somebody that that had done music or something like that. Me and my wife, when when she was little, she would go to the local, um, you know, where they had would have the big. You know, Freedom Hall. They would have the big uh, concerts yeah. and stuff, and so she and her sisters and cousins would all go around the back to wait for them to leave the place and go get in their tour bus. And you know, so she, you know, she met John Denver. You know, when she is was that little. how is that how you met Enos? <laughs> no, we were we he. So I was working at this post production place in Atlanta that's closed now. You know, bless its heart. And he came in to work on his reel like a three quarter inch tape, you know, I'm gonna, can you wow. take some scenes from this to that or whatever? Yeah, and yeah. He was back there and he was, you know, he, he, I forget how he, he got to us, like some salesperson or something, just, you know, let him do his thing or whatever. But, um, he was really demanding about his reel. And we're like, you know, you're just standing in the back with a bunch of guys, you know, and I, I wasn't doing that kind of work. I was shipping, but, um, you know, he's like, no, don't do that. What do you No, Don't do that. And, and we're all like, we're doing you a favor, man. Like you could be, you could be paying for like an edit session and sitting in an edit bay and doing all that, but you're just standing at the back, like taking a shot from this thing and putting it on this other thing. So don't be a dick. But to our uh, listeners, just so people know, not all actors that are on TV or have been on TV are, are dicks. What? And people, people <laughs> can think that people can think, Oh, an actor. <laughs> I've heard about them. And they hear these, where the actor was in a bad mood or something that were and you know what I mean? Well, that's what I was asking about because right now, you know, Hollywood gets a bad rap 
right? Because of politi- politics. Oh, there's liberals out in Hollywood. You know, they want they want everybody to be transgender, blah, blah, blah. And what do they know? And they got all this money, but they don't put their money where their mouth is and all that stuff. And I'm wondering if people are just so over Hollywood that if myself or Kelly was to tell a story about some celebrity or whatever things we've done, people going, oh, well, you Hollywood types. That's what no, you know. they would be like, tell me more. You met Robert Duvall one time. <laughs> yeah. I loved him in, yeah. in whatever the hell he was in. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you know somebody that sees Yoko Ono every month. That's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a big deal to you. It's not a big deal to her, that kind of thing. But if you're from, you know, yeah, Madison, Wisconsin, hell yeah, I would tell me more about that. What's she like? But you I'm met- wondering if people do have that same kind of, you know, I guess I guess you're right. Maybe, you know, maybe they do, you know, celebrity or okay. Or say let's say let's say Kelly and I and I don't know that this is true or anything like that. But let's say Kelly, who puts actors on tape, worked with The Rock. The Rock came in and wanted to be put on tape for some reason, right? I, the Rock probably doesn't need to be put on tape. You just hire him to do a job. But if Kelly like hung out with The Rock, had a couple of cup of coffee, and you know read a couple of lines, you know, The Rock, mm-hmm. you couldn't tell that story enough, right? To whom? Mm-hmm. To me. Fuck it. I want to know everything there is to know about The Rock. I think The Rock should be president. The Rock is one of those guys. <laughs> he can. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. He is. Acting like he is my friend. He is I know what ne- you I mean, mean. I haven't he seen him in, that- in, in Black Adam or whatever, wherever that movie is, but when he's, when he's in that role of we are yeah. stuck together in the jungle and we're trying to get out, and I'm going to punch somebody pretty soon, that kind of he, thing. He gives that off, though. I know yeah. what you mean. He gives mm-hmm. off a real friendliness. Yeah, and, you know, like my perfect um, presidential bid would be Tom Hanks and The Rock, you know, president, vice president, doesn't matter which one. And those are those are guys that I kind of feel like, you know, there's, there's probably different categories you come up with. But those guys are like friendly guys that you think, you know, we could we could be friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we're talking also levels here of stardom or celebrity, too. I mean, you're talking about some pretty big people. But if you're talking about somebody that's on a TV show now. Right. That isn't a household name. Right. Obviously, we can't... don't we don't know that as just bumbling Americans that we you're on TV man we don't know that it's not the greatest thing in the world it's TV you look I see look yeah. uh, you know blackish you're the daughter in blackish you're the well, uh, yeah. you know you're the mom in the Goldbergs so, you know. okay so what's the point what are we supposed to do with this you know this amazing I think I think, I think you I think you um, we we could really boost our um, street cred in the podcast world if you guys would just tell more um, Hollywood stories. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, America, you're screwed. Let's you go know. back to brands of axle grease. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and, and penis jokes, right? <laughs> um, I think, I I think the be- I think Kelly has some of the best stories about his time with Actors, uh, actors that have passed over, right? You know, they've they've died. Right? They've died. And they've left died. Us. Yeah, like the Bye. the one that you do. That's like ah, oh, curtain. Like the, what's those are great stories. Yeah, right. and mm-hmm. America would love to hear those. The world would love to hear those. But we don't. Yeah, have but to I don't. I mean, yeah. you're also talking about a demographic though that I don't know if young people respond to that because i've actually talked to young people and they don't know who certain people are that yeah, you're like well the, they don't they don't know but you know screw those young people they don't have any money to buy ads <laughs> and that's what we're that's what we're going for we oh, need you're to, we looking just, for revenue generators we just I need see. we just need about ninety thousand more subscribers <laughs> and then we can really get in kick up our ad game you know they're not 20 they don't have they're not buying anything oh okay you know, I think you trust, want to trust me on this. We just need we have ninety thousand more subscribers. I think ninety thousand. I think we're gonna have better luck of converting our neighbors to turn off their water during restrictions and get ninety thousand. You know. <gasps> By the way, John, I'm not I going. I've just been thinking about this. I don't know why. I'm, I, mean, I don't know why you didn't go across the street and just turn the guy's water off from the meter, right? Just walk over there, pull that little thing off. off cameras, off, cameras. Right? The the 
the Trumpy neighbor next to him, the guy that has the Trump flag, he's put out a bunch of like uh, cameras and stuff. Just so uh, you go well, and if you, and somebody, comes I don't want to be, I don't want to be caught on camera turning off somebody's water meter. What if I get fined for screwing with somebody's water meter rather than this guy? Well, then you go good. Trouble. I'll see, I'll see yeah. you in court, city. Because here's the thing: you're not, you're. I don't have me. the money to hire a lawyer. Are you crazy? Represent yourself. You could be fine, actually. Oh yeah, that'll that'll work out. Great. That'll work out great. <laughs> you know what? It'll make for a great podcast. And there's one person heading towards ninety thousand dollars. You could go. You could actually bring up the podcast in your court case. Mm, right? Yeah, I could wear now, I could wear a T-shirt that says. Yeah, well, you can hand out the stickers, yeah. and you could also mm, say, "By yeah. the way, folks, I'm trying to do my podcast." And by the way, those of you who know are asking, "Oh, you're in a podcast?" Well, yeah, here's a podcast, but I'm trying to do my podcast, but I can't because I know my neighbor. I can hear the water running, right? And I know that that I'm I'm a huge environmentalist. Blah blah blah. You bring that up, next thing you know, got people going, "Oh, well, we're going to look this guy up on the internet here and see what podcast he's on." Mm, there you go. Mm, see, mm, that makes me think about. Um, revenue streams from frivolous lawsuits that I could start as long <laughs> as it's go. like, as long as there's like, no, there's no problem. I just need to go to uh, you know, rocket lawyer or uh, you know, legal zoom or something like that. And yeah, just and download there, the lawsuit form. But is there a law against turning off somebody's water? If they're breaking the law, if they're breaking the restrictions, it is mandated. If you turn it off, is there a law? Why would are you? Are, say, you well, that's a little like 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 trespassing. Uh, um, uh, messing with U.S. mail, isn't it? That's a city thing. You can't go to the city's tap and turn it off. Well, you called, and if you had documentation, and you said, "Hey, I called the city. I reported this. Nothing was done. Right? This is a serious infraction. This is mandated by the government. Mandated by the state. Right? Mm. We have water restrictions on. I. It's a public meter. Right?" It's owned by us. We're paying for it, right? I turned I it off. Know. I don't know. I'm, I'm too chick. I'm too chicken to do that. I'll do it. I'll well, put there, a hoodie it's, on. It's okay now. They're, they're oh, okay. I'll they're put a hoodie on. And do it. A hoodie. <laughs> They'll never find you. Yeah. License plate. <laughs> Your truck. Mm. -mm. I'll they just can't, walk. They can't find Kelly's stolen truck, but you, they'll totally get your license plate as you turn left <laughs> at the red light, and you're exactly. done. Oh, yeah. we, we have this footage. Well, where's the one of Kelly's truck getting stolen? You know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can you guys look at that time at the in major intersections? Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever. Well, that's fun times, though. All right. Yeah. Well, we got to generate. So we're the whole point of this is to generate revenue. I see. I was looking for affirmations and positive, but here's what we were really doing. We're trying to get 90,000 more. It's not, it's not, we don't live in a black and white world. You can, you can <laughs> have affirmations and make and money. It's, right? just, it's just additive, you know? Right. And we got to, and we got to, Kelly has got to stop, you know, we got to stop winding down. Maybe we should wind up. Maybe that's mm, it. That's, yeah. Wind that's Kelly's up. affirmation today. I'm going to wind I'm up. I'm going to, I'm going to kick it up a notch. I'm going to get off this recliner. <laughs> All right. All I, think, right. I think that's enough for me. All right, fellas. Wonderful to see you as always. Thank yeah. you for listening. Stay America. warm, everybody. Yeah. Stay warm. Goodbye. You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the 